0: Missionary Baptist Church welcomes you to a time of harvest. It is our hope and prayer that the Spirit of the Lord reaches you through today's message and strengthens your walk with Christ so that you may pass along the Word and strengthen others' walk with Christ. And now we present to you a time of harvest. I've got evidence. I've got evidence. I've got confidence. I'm a conqueror. Know that I win. Know that I I win. I know who I am. God wrote it in His plan. God wrote it in His plan for me. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. My name is Victory. singing it at the top. Y'all sing it with us if you know it. See, I've got it I got confidence. I've got confidence. Oh, I'm a conqueror. I'm a conqueror. I know that I win. I know that I win. Oh, I know who I am. I know who I am. Oh, God wrote it in his plan for me. God wrote it. My name is Victory, my name is Victory. My name is Victory.
1: Welcome to a time of harvest with the shiloh missionary baptist church i'm fred jeff smith pastor of shiloh and i'm very happy that you chose to spend part of your sunday with us as we prepare now to receive god's spoken word we invite you to consider a passage of scripture found in the fourth chapter of Mark's Gospel account, where Jesus and his disciples are crossing over the Sea of Galilee, and while they're crossing, Jesus falls asleep. As he sleeps, the disciples wrestle with a terrible sea storm, and they awaken him in anger, in disgust, and say, don't you care that we are about to drown? Jesus rises from his sleep and calms the sea. We're going to be talking about dealing with our storms. We pray that this message will be a help to you and to your family, and we invite you at your earliest convenience to come and share with us in worship experience or a Bible study here at Shiloh. We're here each and every Sunday at 8 and 11 for worship. Church school is at 945. We're here on Wednesdays at noon and 630 for the study of God's Holy Word. If you're enjoying this broadcast, we invite you to tune in this evening at 6 o'clock p.m. for a closer look. a one-hour Bible study highlight broadcast you'll be blessed by sharing in that as well. Until you can come by here and share with us, look for us on social media. We do have our Thrive podcast. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We do have a Twitter account. There are many ways that you can receive us through social media, but the best way would be for you to come and become a part of the Shiloh Baptist Church family. Until then, thank you for being a part of a time of harvest. want to talk for a few minutes about dealing with our storms dealing with our storms. What a blessing it is to know that Jesus will meet us at the place of our immediate need. Mark provides this record for us to show Jesus' authority even over nature and certainly it's beneficial to us to know that jesus is superior in authority and power to anything but beyond the theological point there is a practical point in this story which should be lifted up and affirmed and that point is this jesus will help us deal with our storms. We know something about storms. And we're gathered here in this sanctuary today coming off the heels of another storm, another meteorological event. But the kind of storms I'm talking about are not physical storms. They are emotional and spiritual storms. All of us have storms that confront us. Life is filled with the potential for tragedy. Sometimes things happen that you thought you were prepared for. But life has a way of teaching us that there's a difference between being prepared and being ready, yeah, yeah. we buy health insurance to prepare for moments of sickness, but nobody is ready when the doctor says they've done all that they can do. On, we eat right, some of us, and exercise to preserve our bodies for as long as we can but If you keep getting up in the morning, pains will come that you never felt before. If we're wise and if we are able, we put some money away to prepare for hard times. But no one is ready when they lose their job or when tragedy befalls their family. There's a difference between being prepared and being ready. And when these storms arise, they can cause us to lose hope. They can cause us to give up. But the point of the text today is that Jesus will help us with our storms, when we've done our best, when we have done everything that we know how to do, and when we discover that all of our preparation has not made us ready, Jesus will speak up and say, if you put it in my hands, I'll make everything all right. Jesus and his disciples are in a boat crossing what is called the Sea of Galilee. And in fact, it's not a sea at all. It's, It's a freshwater lake, 13 miles long and eight miles wide. The lake is nestled between the hills of Galilee to the south, the mountains of Gilead to the east, and the mountains of Lebanon to the north. And because of its location, it was subject to sudden and very violent storms. Jesus had been teaching by the water most of the day. And as evening came, he decided to go to the other side. As they started across, Jesus went to the back of the boat and fell asleep. But as they traveled, a storm arose, an uncommon storm, a storm that was unusual in its intensity. Now, you need to understand that there were at least four fishermen in the boat. Peter, Andrew, James, and John. These men were accustomed to dealing with these storms in these waters. They had made their living on the waters of Galilee. And I'm sure at the start of the storm, they thought they were prepared to navigate through it. They were confident that they could handle matters on their own. I can imagine that John took hold of the rudder and Andrew seized control of the mast and Peter gave the order to the others because that's what Peter does and, 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 and everybody was trying to navigate through the storm. But Mark says that despite their experience, Despite their preparation, despite their best effort, they were no match for this storm. And when they had exhausted themselves, when they had used all of their skill in combating the wind and the waves and the water and nothing they did was successful, their thoughts turned toward hopelessness. We often preach and teach that the disciples came to Jesus in faith in a crucial moment. But if you read the text, it wasn't faith at all. Read what it says. It doesn't say, Lord, save us. It doesn't say, Lord, deliver us from this storm. No, they said, Jesus, don't you know we're going down? Is it nothing to you? that we're going to drown in these waters? Don't you care that we are about to die? That's not faith. That's desperation. That's hopelessness. There's, There's even a degree of acceptance of the inevitability of their fate in this cry to Jesus. These men had done all they knew how to do. They had used all their experience. They had exerted all their strength, but their best efforts were unsuccessful. And my brothers and sisters, there's no shame in failing after you've done the best that you can. But what is shameful about these men is that they discounted the value of having Jesus with them in the boat when they turned to Jesus. It wasn't with a plea for assistance, but it was with a statement of criticism and rebuke. And if we carefully consider these disciples' behavior, we may learn some things about dealing with the storms of life. First, I want you to note that the storm caused the disciples to question Jesus' power. They had done all that they could, but their best wasn't enough. And when they failed, they were more ready to give up and accept their fate than they were to trust in Jesus. I can imagine them talking amongst themselves, especially the fishermen on board. And, and, and I can imagine they were saying, there ain't nothing Jesus can do about this. He's helpful under some circumstances. He's good under some conditions. Maybe if we were on dry land, he could help us. Maybe if it was some matter of sickness, he could help us. Maybe if somebody was hungry, then Jesus was somebody we could call on. But we can't do nothing with this storm. And if we can't do nothing with the storm and and we are experienced fishermen, then surely there ain't nothing Jesus can do. Church, have you ever been in a place where you thought that because you couldn't fix it, that Jesus can't fix it? Have you ever been in a place where you've done all that you know how to do and now you're frustrated and you're even angry and you don't believe anybody can fix it, not even the Lord? Let me tell you, it's hubris, it's arrogance to think that because you can't fix it, Jesus can't fix it. Just let me ask you this morning, do you know who Jesus is? Bread in a starving land, water in dry places. Do you know who Jesus is? The the, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. Do you know who Jesus is? And because you can't fix it, and you've gotten to the place that you don't think anybody can fix it. That, that, that's the first thing I want you to see. The second thing I want you to see is that not only did they question Jesus's power, but they questioned his concern. Listen to their question. Is it nothing to you, Jesus, that we are going down? Don't you care? that we are about to die. Church, somebody today is so overwhelmed by their personal storm that they feel like Jesus doesn't care. This is their, their, their logic. Their logic is if he cared, then he wouldn't be asleep. If he cared, then he'd be up here with us rather than down below taking his rest. In other words, if he cared, then he would do what we want him to do. If you can't say amen, say ouch. Somebody today. Battling through their storm is is saying that if Jesus cared, then he'd do what I want him to do. If he cared about my family's storm, then he'd make my children behave. He'd make my spouse straighten up. If he cared about my personal struggles, then he'd see to it that I never had a problem, that I never had a heartache, that I never suffered a setback. I don't know what storm you're going through, but I do want you to know that you're not the only person to have gone through it. I don't care what kind of storm you're dealing with. You ain't the first person to go through it. You won't be the last person to go through it. And Jesus has brought you through enough storms by now that you ought not question whether or not he cares about you. Do you remember where you were just yesterday? And you didn't know how you were going to get through your yesterday? And the Lord made a way out of no way. Folk closed the door and God opened the door. Folk put you down and God picked you up. Folk made you cry and Jesus wiped every tear from your eye. And you got the audacity to sit here and wonder whether or not He cares. I want you to know He cares. He comes when He wants to come. He does what he wants to do. Theologically, we like to say that he's transcendent. He's above time and space. But the old folk used to put it this way, he may not come when you want him, but he's always, always on time. I don't know what you're going through, but I do know that he cares and that he's able to meet your need. Third thing I want you to see is that this storm caused them to act out of fear. They woke Jesus up, but not in any belief that he could help, but they were afraid and they wanted to spread their fear to everybody in the ship. Church, do you know somebody like that? Do you know somebody who's miserable and they want you to be miserable? Do you know somebody who's down and they want you to be down? Do you know somebody who is fearful and they want you to be afraid? That's why you have to put a check on your fear. And Jesus will help you put a check on your fear. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus will put a check on your fear. In this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Faith in Jesus doesn't deny the reality of the storm, but it reminds us that he's able to handle our storm. And that's my final point today. And that is Jesus calmed the storm. Don't forget the end of the story. The, the disciples thought everything was lost. The disciples thought that it was all over. The disciples thought that they were about to drown. But there was somebody else in the boat. When they woke Jesus up, when they made their complaint, when they challenged his power, when they questioned his concern, when they tried to spread their fear, Jesus just stood up looked out over the sea, and he said, When? be quiet. He said, waves, settle down. And when Jesus spoke, everything got right. I want you to see that. Other folk can speak, and stuff stays messed up people in Washington can speak. And it gets more messed up day by day. People in the governor's mansion can speak and things just stay messed up. But when Jesus speaks, peace comes out of confusion. When Jesus speaks, hope comes out of despair. When Jesus speaks, joy comes out of sorrow. When Jesus speaks, everything becomes all right. I'm glad that I don't have to depend on what other folks say. I can listen to Jesus. He walks with me. And, and while we walk, He talks with me. And He tells me that I am His own. The joy we share as we tarry there. Done, other. Done other has ever known. I know that you're going through a storm. I ain't talking about Barry. You're going through your own storm. When you walk out that door, you got storms waiting on you. You got more bills than you got money. You got folk at home that's been causing you problems all night long and you're left and you're going back home to more problems. Do you know that there's help for you in your storm? Put it in the Lord's hands. His hands are strong hands. His hands are way-making hands. His hands are heart-fixing hands. His hands are burden-bearing hands. His hands are mind-regulating hands. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. Why? should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be longing for heaven and home when Jesus is my portion? A constant friend is he, his eye is on the sparrow. And I know, oh, I know I know, if you don't know, I know, I know, I know, I know, he watches over me. Choirs going to sing a hymn. Deacons are coming across. Ministers are coming down. Everybody's got a storm. You ain't the only one with one. Everybody's got to deal with something. But the common answer to any storm that you're dealing with is put it in the Lord's hands. Trust him to make a way out of no way. If there's one here today who needs to make a decision for Jesus Christ, We invite you to step out from where you are. Come and put your heart and your life in the Lord's hands. Come to me all that are weak and a heavily burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. It's the promise from our Savior. And if you would just take what's burdening you and put it in his hands, shift the load. He's able. To make everything all right. Father, I stretch my hand to Thee.